Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. been a lot of interest in the gold country. I want a checking purpose for football all the time. And providing you had a kick up in that quarter, we had a real chance of winning it in that quarter. Now we've got our backs against the wall and we're going to fight. That's great and your fans will love to... All right, we're heading to Bris Vegas for the Lions mid-season review. This is very optimistic, doing a mid-season <laughs> review on the Brisbane Lions, hoping hoping that somebody's still interested in them this way through the season. Oh, the good thing about Brisbane Lions is you have to be uh, hard-time supporters now. Like they've had success with their three in a row and yep. dominating and everything, and now you find out how many of those fans are actually hanging around for the long haul. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you're still rocking up to the Gabba on a wet Saturday night or, or Sunday morning, um, go... Make sure you look after those fans uh, mm. for the club because they're they're your diehards. They're probably also the ones that went for Fitzroy, uh, uh, who followed them through. Could be a few because they earned their membership every fucking year when they were with Fitzroy. But um, yeah, yeah, sixteenth with two and eight. Um, I, I'd have that well below par for them. Um, the, oh, I thought they'd be so much better. The, there was a stage where I actually had them inside the eight um, preseason, which was being ambitious. But um, look, would this be maybe the day before you gave up drinking? <laughs> um, i tell you what, I, I did change it before we finished our pre-season picks and I had them just outside the eight, but geez, that's a long way off. I didn't even have them in my picks. I picked the top 16 <laughs> teams and Brisbane weren't one of them. You forgot two teams and they were one, yeah. <laughs> so maybe they'll merge, who knows. Again, Again. you have a hyphenated last name. Oh, but you go to the triple, double barrels. Yeah, it could be, uh, well, who would they merge with? Probably the Saints. The Brisbane St. Lions. Yeah, it could work. Um, it's got a very um, um, British Christian. <laughs> that's you know the Christians and the Lions all all together. There's some history there. They can really call the Gabba the Colosseum after that. Hmm. Well, you know they probably have to let a few Christians die in there first. But <laughs> either way, um, but yeah. Well, we'll talk about their best game. We'll, we'll be positive first. Um, they beat Port. Um, look. They've only got two wins for the year, so it's pretty easy to, to narrow it down. <laughs> but I, I don't think it's probably the most um, the biggest upset for the year so far. Um, not just they beat Port, but they beat them he- uh, comfortably. Um, you know, it was a good seven goal win in the end. I mean, Port didn't kick straight, but um, it, that's just one that I think we everyone expected Port to be top two maybe this year. I hadn't, I hadn't Premiership. Yeah. Um, look, uh, that's something that just came right out of the blue for them. Um, right place at the right time. But, uh, you know, things st- started to click for them there. It just shows when their midfield fires, they look a million bucks. Well, they've got A-grade midfielders. We, we've known that. Now, they've got to try and, you know, Beams has got to get used to a new team. Uh, Rich is coming back from injury. And they've got the young guns that are just another, another year under the belt. Mm. Um, and, you know, excuse me, they've had some 
a lot of injuries, which has hurt them greatly. But um, they're still lacking in, in key position players. Well, that's true. Like, an injury to a midfielder is almost two injuries at once because you lose so much drive out of there. Yeah. Um, and if you've got the best forward in the league, it doesn't matter if he's not yeah, getting delivered properly. Yeah, if he's getting frostbite. Yeah. But, you know, the other thing is too, uh, Big Source Merritt's been injured and he's been one of the the better backmen as well. Uh, over a long time, I got a lot of time for Source. I, I reckon he's um, he's harkens back to um, the old school back, the old school backman. Yeah, a bit of rough and tumble. The bloke who you take a mark on him, he'll give you a clip around the ear just to let you know you took <laughs> it. And look, as you I, should, I got no problem with that. Um, the worst loss you got for the worst loss, Gold Coast. Yeah, it's got to be um, ten goal loss to the. To you, the... you never want to lose to your crosstown rivals, of course. Um, I'm sure if you ask Frio West Coast, they're losing at each other. Adelaide and Port definitely fucking ain't losing to each other. So that has to sting the most of all, especially because you can be out at the shops and see one of their players and they'll give the stick to you. (laughs) Or even worse, one of the supporters with three teeth and he's abusing you even though he's never been athletic in his life. I think they'd just be happy to run into another supporter, to be honest. Maybe so. Um, I know from the football. Yeah. Um, Look, Gold Coast have got their their own big problems this year and, you know, everyone's spoken about their um, culture issues and... Players getting reported and uh, not having Gary Ablett. Not having Gary Ablett. That's probably the number one. Yeah, that's hurt them a lot. Um, when they're having a shit out year and they can still beat you by ten goals, that, that's um, that's not a good weekend. No, it's it it's fucking terrible actually. Like Gold Coast, I thought they'd be a lot higher than what they are, um, well, and in fact they have been pretty high all year apparently. Yeah, <laughs> if you're them, making sure of it. <laughs> but well, you know what happens in Gold Coast days in Gold Coast, I hear. Apparently not. Now it goes on the, all the fucking news. Well, they never know. We wonder. Shut up. Yeah. But uh, all right. No know. wonder they drink. <laughs> Your top three. Um, I've actually put in Beams. Um, he had a quiet couple of weeks, um, but in the last month or so, he's uh, returned back to what we expected him to be. Um, just as good as he was at um, Collingwood. Um, I was going to say, you better iterate which Beams. Oh, yeah. Well, Clay's finished for the season already. <laughs> poor bastard. Just one of their many, many injuries. Um, but uh, look, Beams, uh, Dane Beams has played every game. Um, he, he had um, what do you have? Uh, nearly thirty touches and three goals against um, GWS. Um, well, he's had, averaging twenty-eight, so bloody that's pretty decent. It's not a bad effort. Yeah. Um, Remember he, back he, in the day when thirty possessions was a fucking ridiculous game for a midfielder? Yeah. When, when um, Greg Williams used to get thirty touches, you know, um, most games you're like, oh Jesus, amazing, you can do that. But, you know, now if you haven't got a player that's got 30 touches, you, you wonder what's going wrong. Yeah, if your midfielder hasn't at least had one 30-touch game, he's going to be in the Magoos. Yep, pretty much. Um, but, I mean, I mean that's uh, that's what you hope from, from Dane Beams. Um, uh, interesting, just having a look at the stats um, that we pulled up here. 26 handballs in his first game um, against the, the old foes, uh, his old club in Collingwood. Jeez, mate, you you got to get on the boot occasionally. Um, Kevin Bartlett would have been absolutely pissed seeing that. Pissed? He wouldn't know what he's done. Yeah. He's like, he's only had seven possessions for the game. What's he doing? <laughs> um, but uh, look, I think he's been their best. He's, um, yeah, like you say, 28 touches um, is uh, is not bad on a team that's um, getting pillared. No, I'd absolutely agree. Um, I think what's held him back a bit is he doesn't have the support around him that he thought he'd have yeah. coming in. Um, you know, you expect guys like, uh, well, Rich isn't there. Well, well um, Daniel Rich is um, this is his first full season back after the knee Rico. I mean, he came back last year, but he's not averaging over twenty. No, um, they've only got uh, what is it? Uh, four players that are averaging over 
um, 20 possessions. And one of them is Pierce Hanley, who only played last week. Um, so they're not getting much of the ball and uh, Dane's still doing his part. Yeah, and, you know, Rich, Zorko, um, they're not really doing what you'd expect them to do. You'd hope they do better. Um, you know, uh, these guys were leading the league in some categories last year mm. um, and part of the reason why um, they won more games than what they're likely to win this year. Um, others in their top three, look, I had um, uh, Jack Redden. Um, he's still up there. He, he's down on last year's um, efforts where I think he caught a few people by surprise with the amount of ball he got. Um, but uh, he, he's still um, doing his job week in, week out. He's been bloody handy at the third man up as well. Oh, yeah, he's getting a few hit outs. Yeah, he's got a few hit outs. Uh, you just see him doing that sneaky little uh, third man up, tapping down quite well. Yeah. Um, it, it's almost a dedicated position for some teams now. Well, yeah, and the... There's talk about, you know, should they remove the rule that allows a third man up or anything? Fuck that. It's part of AFA footy. Yeah. Um, I don't think they should re- remo- uh, like, um, make a rule to remove it, but uh, there's got to be, like, you can't block out a ruckman. But mm. sometimes you go to body a midfielder and all of a sudden they're going up for the third man up and you're like, oh, you've bodied out the ruckman. And like, I, I don't know if that should be a rule. Like, no, if you're... Um if you're not in possession of the ball, as far as I'm concerned, you can body out whoever the fuck you want. Yeah, I mean, I can understand you can't shepherd the ruckman when they're going for the ball up. But third man up, you know, you should be allowed to bump him. Oh, fuck that. You should be able to shepherd the ruckman. <laughs> if a four foot eight midfielder can hold out a seven foot tall ruckman, that four foot eight midfielder's earned his fucking spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it gets a bit weird then. Um, when um, you, I know that Hawthorne benefit from it a bit. We get a lot of free kicks when... Um, Jordan Lewis or somebody gets bumped off when they're going third man up but otherwise you've got the Ruckman sitting there as um, sitting ducks and especially when you've got someone like your Sanderlands you've got third and fourth man up just digging into them with no protection doing the old rugby line out why not um, and the other player in their top three I've got Stefan Martin um, years ago in a practice match at Etihad I saw Stefan Martin play when he was playing for Melbourne against Essendon I thought this guy's got something um, and he was a uh, he's not overly tall, but he's tall enough. But geez, he's wide-bodied. Um, he's uh, got some got some muscles on the lad. Yeah, especially he, for a guy named Stefan. Stefan, yeah. Well, you'd want to be a good fighter. Well, it, he would have learned the hard way. I'm going to say he's a bit boy named Sue. Otherwise, he would have been a fashion designer or something. Um, but uh, he's risen into a very handy player, um, especially in the ruck. He's taken over the lead ruck from Lewenberger um, at, at the club. Um, and uh, I think he's going to—he's uh, not going to relinquish that that spot at the minute. But he's handy around the ground too. He's no slouch. Absolutely. I mean, well, speaking of Lewenberger, we may as well move on to the the bottom three because <laughs> um, he's definitely in that category. Who's in danger for their career? I honestly believe Lewenberger is. Are you going to bother with him? Like in a team that's struggling, you've got a ruckman who is really not doing much. Like he's averaging seven possessions a game. He's, you know, there's just not much to him at the moment. Look, he, I've always heard from um, players out of Brisbane that uh, this is the guy who is unbelievable. You know, he, he's tall. He, uh, what is he? Over two hundred centimeters, but he can move. He can kick. He's got the skills. Um, sure, he's been played with injuries for his entire yeah. career, but you know that's going to happen when you're that tall and don't have the bulk on you. Um, yeah, uh, there's got to be some stage you can't say you're unlucky and it's just uh, it's part of you as a player. Yeah. Um, 
what is he? Uh, he's played over 100 games in nearly 10 years. Well, yeah, in the last two years, he's only played 12 years? games. You know, last year and a half, I should yeah. say. Uh, and he's only he's only been in a winning side twice. Yeah, not many wins in the last couple of years for old uh, mm. Lillenberger. I mean, yeah, great. You've got injuries and what kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, um, you can't put your hand up and say, "Oh, yeah, but," and you know, put in put that in the win column. No, you put on the boots. You're playing. How long can you persevere? Well, that's the, he's, he's had. Well, when we look through his stats, he's only had two full seasons yeah. in his entire career, and both of those were more than five years ago. Look, in three out of nine years, he's played twenty games. In the others, the other seven years, his best is ten. I think it might be a little bit of. Um, he's almost right in a lot of ways, but he's also very injured. So it's but sort of guy he, that if he goes somewhere else, maybe he'll kick off. Maybe, or maybe he'll uh, get a, a a good run, you know, and finally mm. he has some fitness. But right now, I mean, they've been talking superstar for years for Lewenberger. Um I don't think he's. Um, I think he's more value. Um, on the trade table than he is on the list. Honestly, if you were Brisbane, you'd put him on there because there will be clubs interested in him because of the potential. Uh, and just go for draft picks, even if it's a second round pick. Uh, the only thing that might be helping him is, you know, who else have you got um, that um, you can you know, take his place? Stefan Martin's handy, but he's not, mm-hmm. not going to push for all Australian or anything like that just yet. Um, but, uh, you know, time's on his side and he, he's got a... Um, a good frame, so he might be a little bit more durable. Mm, and there are there will be Ruckman around the trade table, so maybe they can do like for like. Who knows? Well, I mean, Ruckman take time to develop. They do. Excuse me, take time to develop, but um, ten years is enough time. Yeah, uh, look, by all accounts, he's a top bloke and he works his ass off. But yeah, uh, the time maybe you know it comes that football's not for you. But yeah. I mean, he, he's not like he's a bad player. He just can't get out there and and do what we've told he can do. He tears it up on the track, and we haven't really seen it yet. Yeah, well, maybe he's one of those blokes that can make quite a good living running around the country leagues. Who knows? Um, who else you got in your... They better watch out. Aish. Um, he came with massive raps. Massive raps out of South Australia. Um, you know, and a lot of that's uh, his heritage, too. Um, his, yeah. his old man... Uh, uncle, sorry. Uncle, yeah, I think so. Uh, well, Aish is a very, very famous name in Adelaide, playing for Norwood. Uh, superstar legend stayed at the club. Um, good first year a decent first year decent first year yep uh, about what do you expect and just hasn't really kicked off from there no he's been uh, it looks like his mind's already checked out yeah and you know he's one of those guys that even if um, even if Brisbane did say that we're going to trade him he will get picked up I reckon oh there'd be two clubs that have already know they're going to get him <laughs> um, how that- would that ha- imagine him going to Port Adelaide Oh, that could happen. Uh, I mean, no, but uh, just imagine how that would affect people. Like, because in Adelaide, you've got people who are Port Adelaide supporters and who will support anyone but Port Adelaide. Yeah, and I think their biggest rival is Norwood. Exactly. So you'd you'd have some hard decisions to make. I think even in the Sandful, I think they played in the grand final last mm. year, Port versus Norwood. Um, oh, look, I don't think it's that much of an issue for them, really. Um, in this day and age, I mean, we've had two Corns play for Port Adelaide when their old man was the first coach of the Crows. That's probably why they play for Port Adelaide. <laughs> it could have been. I think he was finished by then when they came through, though. Um, look, yeah, uh, it's it's a shame for Brisbane because they had uh, a couple of years ago where they had the big um, uh, exodus where everyone was legging it and then they've managed to actually hold on to a couple. But um, I, 
there is nothing, no signs there that Aisha is going to stay. Um, I'd be very surprised if he does. And the fact that he looks disinterested and isn't performing on the field means that um, his currency might go even lower. Mm. Um, it would have already been low because he's so desperate to leave and both the South Australian clubs know he wants to, or sorry, allegedly or, or you know, it's presumed that he wants to go home. Mm. Um, but it's just, they're not going to get value for him. Um, third player, I reckon, whose career is in the shit, uh, playing for his career, uh, young Brent Staker. Yeah, it's a shame. I hate saying it. But, but again, another broken ill lad. Um, hmm. It's just, he, he spent the last, well, ever since he came to the Brisbane Lions, um, he played one full season and then he's had three seasons of knee reconstructions and other injuries. Yeah, I, I hope he can get himself right for, you know, a decent tilt. He's played 150 games, which is no yeah. small amount, um, including, you know, flag. Uh, no, he missed out on the flag. No, he did too. Fuck. He played in he the didn't. losing grand final and then didn't, didn't get injured. there. But he, he's been in a premiership team. <laughs> Unfortunately, they don't get uh, medals for that. But no, I think he got dropped the week before, like the week of the prelim, mm. um, which is yeah, yeah, it's very sad and it's hard to keep going around when everyone else is holding medals and you know you played twenty odd games that year and you didn't get one. Yeah, but anyway, I mean at Brisbane, he, he's he looked very handy in his first year as a utility. He could fill the gaps uh, wherever they needed it, um, and then hasn't been able to string together a, a decent run of games since. No, which is unfortunate because yeah. he's one of those guys that he's so adaptable. Like you put yeah. him, you put him on a, a flank, a wing, a key position. He can play anything, and he's brilliant to have in your lineup to fill in for injury. But unfortunately, when that bloke's injured, yeah, um, you know, he he doesn't put his hand up for an automatic single position. He's one of those guys that's handy when you need a hole plug. Yeah, you you'll find somewhere to put him. Yep. Um, but uh, unfortunately, look, where you put him at the moment is in the uh, recovery room. Yeah, um, and look, he's only played two games this year, and he's got three kicks. Um, I think that kind of says it. Um, you know, you'd be unlucky with injuries and that kind of stuff. But at thirty-one, when you've you know hardly put um, two games back to back in the last three or four years, it's going to be um, a, a real struggle to to justify your spot. Yeah. Look, I do reckon he'll he'll have a bit of a patch of form later in the year once his body's right. I hope so. Uh, you'd like to see him go out um, at least on the field. Yeah, um, going out his own way. Like if he decides to, uh, you know, gets to the end of the season, he's like, "Nah, my body's had it. I've had enough." Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and God knows he's had enough injuries to justify that. You know, I want to be able to walk in ten years' time. Well, yeah. Um, Fortunately, probably the most famous injury was no, appropriated was by Barry Hall, yeah. uh, which is probably replayed endlessly. The world over. Yeah. Like, literally. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway. Poor bastard. All right, pressure on the coach. Uh, I've got him at a 5 out of 10. Um, because uh, what's this uh, year number 2 or 3 um, for Lepic? Um, it's not like people expected um, Brisbane to go super well this year. I think they were people were hoping hoping they that they'd improve. Yeah, look, they had problems when he first came in that everybody was fucking off, and they lost you know, basically three or four years of draft picks. Um, that, that you know, two wins isn't great at the turn. They've had a, a shit ton of injuries, so that's mm. kind of it's it's an honest excuse. But you, you can't have two years of honest excuses and expect to keep your job 
yeah. in the AFL. Well, the thing is, too, I think you know a lot of coaches say there's no such thing as a good loss, but yeah. I disagree. I think there is. If you lose because you get outclassed, that's fine. If you lose because you get outworked, yeah, it's no good. And in Brisbane's case, a lot of their losses, they've been both. Yeah, they've had some shockers. Uh, and a lot of that does come back to the midfield. The guys playing there weren't expected to be first-string midfielders. Yep. But, you know, if you are, that's when you take your chances and that's when you can either be a first-string midfielder or you can get traded for big cash to another team. Look, I still think he'll be coaching round one next year. Um, I but- do, but if they're not in the top half of the ladder by round six next year, he'll be yeah. in trouble. Yeah, exactly. He'll be coaching next year, but with a, this is it. Like a caveat. Um, you, you're no longer a new coach. The honeymoon's off. We need performances. Mm. And it, you do see so often people coaching their own team. Um, it, it doesn't always work out. No, because the team kind of falls in love with them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they make excuses, make excuses, and in the end it's like a scorned lover. It's like, you know, I've stuck my neck out for you and what have you done for me? Yeah. What have you done lately? Yeah. It always comes down to that. Well, And, yeah. you know, there's a certain level of that's the way it should be too. Um, you, you can't keep coaching just because you're a nice guy. Well, that's pretty much Brisbane oh, done. Then where do you see him finishing? Um, well, I think, you know, they've got not much to look forward to in the second half of the year, but they have two big games in rounds 19 and rounds 20, and they've got Gold Coast and Carlton, you know, the other two cellar dwellers um, in back-to-back rounds. Look, if they lose those two, it's... I mean, the season's a wash, but you'd want to win at least one of those. And if they win at least one of those, I think they'll avoid the wooden spoon. And that's about all they can hope for. Um, so that's where I've got them as 7-8th. Yeah, I've got the same. Um, I think they might pop up above Colin, uh, St. Carl. Kilda. Uh, St. Um, Kilda. They'll definitely be above Carlton. Carlton, if if they win another match, honestly, I'll be surprised. It's kind of funny when Malthouse came in saying he couldn't see them losing one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be their grand final. Those two rounds. Yeah. yeah. The Gold Coast one will be telling on who wants it. Yep. Uh, that'd be more telling about where the players are individually. I think it might be telling if Ablett is back or not. Because if Ablett's back, I reckon Gold Coast might win. If they're not, then we've actually we've got a game. I honestly can't see why Gold Coast would risk Ablett. Yeah. Because um, they're not playing finals this year. That's a no, lock. It's done. Um, so you've got a guy whose shoulder has given him tons and tons of trouble. Honestly, give him a year of yoga or six months. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yoga, let him get his body back into shape as a superstar temple. Just don't give him Nurofen. No. <laughs> no. Doesn't like it, apparently. But, um, uh, yeah, and get him back next year and 
even if he's only at 90%, he's still better than 99% of the competition. And look, they've got a shit-ass percentage, Brisbane, but it's better than Carlton's and it's better than Gold Coast at the minute. So that might make the difference to avoiding the spoon, if you're avoiding the spoon, but... Yeah, um, it still means a, a two or a three pick in the draft. Yeah, Brisbane are going ordinary, but uh, Carlton, Gold Coast, and probably St Kilda are going worse, in my opinion. So as we wrap this up, um, if you're a Brisbane fan and you've listened all this way, I'd like just like to say congratulations, mate. You obviously love your footy. You've earned your lion stripes. Um, yeah. Lions don't have stripes, but fuck it. And uh, <laughs> um, yeah, enjoy Brion for the rest of the year. <laughs> Good luck. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 